Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of History from the Back Pages. I'm your host Colin Sugg, bringing you yet another movie review here on the podcast. We've generally focused on historical and classic films from many different decades, 30s, 80s, 60s, 50s, but this movie is the newest one thus far that I'm going to review. It's from summer 2022, so brand new, just came out, but I've been a little bit under the weather the past few days and decided since I had time at home to watch this film, why not review it as well for the podcast? made sense to me. And the film that I chose to discuss this week is called The Black Phone, directed by Scott Derrickson, best known as the director of the film's Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. He just directed that, and now he's directing The Black Phone. And it's based on a short story of the same name by Joe Hill. He wrote this short story a little while ago, and I decided to adapt it into a film. And it's kind of a different feeling compared to some films, because this movie's budget was a lot lower than some of the budgets lately I've seen, or some of the newer movies come out, like the Marvel movies, Jurassic Park films, where they have huge budgets. This one's budget was only 16 to $18 million, which is a good amount of money, but compared to a lot of movies these days, that's nothing. Most have huge budgets. And in the box office, they recouped it well. They chose a good margin because the budget was 16 to 18 million and they made 114 million. So they made almost 100 more than the budget, which was a good idea for financial reasons. And this was the kind of a movie that could be done on a low budget. A ho- creepy, eerily creepy horror film that can be done at or- low budgets with not a lot of explosions and huge action sequences, with just a few characters set in a few locations, it can be done in a small budget. And they utilize the budget well for the black phone. And I'm going to discuss a little bit about the plot of the black phone, a little bit of background about it, some of the main characters. There's only a few main characters really in the film that have a big role per se and overall what I thought of the movie. Because I've heard a lot about it, and people have discussed they enjoyed The Black Phone as a past horror film. One, this lot of films aren't like that anymore, and this one, I felt like that, because it was set in the 1970s, 1978, is when the movie took place. So the movie, The Black Phone's plot is pretty simple. Mainly the plot of the film is there's a child abductor named The Grabber. Very creepy, scary, dangerous. The creepy man who lives in the basement, in the dark. If you see him, you're not coming home tomorrow night. He's serial abductor, kidnaps kids. His main kids that he looks to kidnap are young boys. And throughout the film, even before the movie began, there had already been boys who had been kidnapped 
That's who he focuses on, kidnapping young boys. And he kidnaps them, takes them to his home, locks them in his basement, and they basically stay in there until he has his way with them. So the grabber, horrible serial, serial killer abductor, played by Ethan Hawke. Great actor, he's been nominated for Academy Awards, many different successful films. Good actor, I've always enjoyed him. He said this was his first villain role. He never wanted to be a villain in a movie before, but he decided that he's in his 50s and why not change his mind? So he decided to agree to be in the black phone as the villain, the grabber. His first serial killer villain role. And I thought he did very well. He wore a mask the whole movie, basically besides like one part here and there, but he basically wore this creepy white mask with long hair the whole movie so you couldn't see his face he would talk the grabber would talk to the people who were inducted a little bit here and there and like you're never leaving and he talk taunt them along those lines but i thought he did a good job as the grabber in theory anyone really could have been the grabber with a mask, creepy persona, but I thought Ethan Hawke did a good job in his role. And pretty much, as you'd expect, the main character in the movie, a young boy named Finney, and this takes place in Denver, is where the movie takes place in 1978, he is kidnapped. I'm shocked. Unsurprisingly, he's kidnapped by the grabber early on in the movie, and pretty much the whole movie deals with him trying to escape. And the thing that's interesting about the movie makes it different than other ones is the use of a phone. There's a black phone in the basement where the boys are kidnapped. And when Yon Finney's in the basement, the phone will constantly ring with people talking to him who have been previously kidnapped, other young boys, giving him advice, support, help to try to escape before the grabber kills him. And that's pretty much the movie. So just the young boy Finney, played by Mason Thames, kidnapped in the basement of the grabber, trying to figure out how to survive and escape before he doesn't he dies. His family's trying to look for him, the detectives are trying to find him. So many boys have been missing in Denver, and the detectives have failed so far and they need to find him because it's getting ridiculous that they can't find any of the young boys they all have died and the grabber still haunts the streets of denver and he's become invincible that's kind of like the gist and that's the movie's plot and production is kind of interesting because some of it took place during zoom after the covid 19 pandemic began for auditions, a lot of it was done through Zoom. And they hoped that it would work. And it's been interesting, though it says it's set in Denver, I was not surprised when the movie ended. I was like, not filmed in Denver. I was not surprised. It was really filmed in North Carolina, around the counties of New Hanover, Brunswick, and Columbus. 
North Carolina. And they did the score during post-production as well. And I liked that too. That's something I liked about the movie. They had a lot of good signs in the movie. They had a Pink Floyd sign, the sign Fox on the Run, Free Ride, some of my favorite classic 70s songs they used to give the set the scene in the film. Like the Free Ride song was right away in the movie, like two minutes in, they played it when a character was riding a bicycle. And I enjoyed the music. And according to critics, the grabber, they compare it to Lon Chaney's character from the movie, silent film, London After Midnight. And like comparing them, I can see it looks kind of similar. The mask on Ethan Hawke's character looks far faker than the one on Lon Chaney's character after Midnight. He looks more like vampirish, creepy. But they both are creepy. I wouldn't want to meet either one in a dark alley at night. That would be creepy. And that's pretty much it. I have some critiques that I didn't like. I felt they made the boy too wimpy. The main character, Mason Thames, Finney. I understand that he's supposed to be wimpy. And then he become badass towards like the end of the movie. But majority of the movie, even before he was kidnapped by the grabber, he was far too weak. He would constantly get beat up. They had countless scenes of school bullies at the school beating the crap out of him. He would constantly let himself get beat up. And his sister was far more strong and brave than him. She beat up bullies. She would protect Finney. And he would just constantly get beat up. That was depressing. When he would just get beat up constantly. Like random bullies. Like random bullies would come out of the restroom and they're like, time to get beat up. And that he would get beat up. Like, come on. Can he just like not get beat up at this scene? That's one critique out of it. I know they're trying to show that he was weak and he'd become not weak, but that was just. A little annoying. And one thing that's interesting that I think they could have explained a little bit more is that the sister of Finney, the Gwen was her name, Madeline McGraw is the actress, she had these explosive dreams. That part they didn't really explain. Like they had these dreams, but I don't really understand like were they real, was it fake? Like could they really control things? Like they just had these dreams. That was interesting though. And some other final characters to talk about. There's the dad, Jeremy Davis, is the actor who played. He's been in loads of stuff. He plays Terrence. He's his alcoholic dad, abusive dad. And then there's Detective Wright, played by E. Roger Mitchell. He did fine as a detective. He's been police before as well. Then Tori Ruchanel, who plays Detective Miller. And then the grabber's brother, Max, James Ransom, is the actor. Not, not really a big cast, though. Just the main characters you need to care about are Finney, Gwen, the grabber. Those are the main, three main characters you need to care about. Overall, if I had to give this film, I will give it, though, of course, a 1 out of 10 review, I'm going to give it a solid 8 out of 10. I thought it was enjoyable. It had good 
scary sequences and how they use the music and the location to advantage was smart. There's some things I didn't like, but every movie has that. There's no movie that's like 100% perfect. Even the ones I love the most, there's something I can complain about. But I would recommend The Black Phone if you're looking for a low-budget supernatural horror film not connected to Marvel, DC, Star Wars, anything like that. Just a standalone horror film. There's not many of those, and I'm excited to see that. Not one that's part of, like, the Chainsaw franchise or um, Scream or... I know we did last time, but like some franchise where it's like 20 movies. No, this, or Freddy, yeah, this just has the one movie. And that's enjoyable. Because this wouldn't have been as good, I feel like, if it was this, like, the 10th sequel to Friday the 13th, like, no. But this was enjoyable. It was just a standalone movie based on a short story by Joe Hill. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of History from the Back Pages. I enjoyed talking about The Black Phone. I'd recommend it, and if you have any more feature recommendations you want me to talk about for next week, let me know. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your week. Talk to you soon. Hopefully I'm feeling a little bit better and can go a different kind of classic film, but this was a good one while I was sick. Thank you.